I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, One Piece at a Time. I'm Sean, your host, and I am back riding solo today. And today I wanted to kind of address the issue of embarrassment around um, children and how they're acting in public um, and different things like that. Um, I know it, you know, I've seen from talking to people, watching other uh, people's videos, podcasts, things like that, that it's something that comes up a lot, especially with parents that are just kind of in the early parts um, of the journey, um, and, you know, it takes some time for, I think, a lot of people to get more comfortable with dealing with that, um, you know, like, we definitely went through it in the beginning, um, it was, you know, challenging, I think, you know, when we first found out about Grayson being on the spectrum, we were just so caught off guard by everything, and we were confused, we didn't understand, his, his symptoms started to get a little more obvious um, to the people in public and everything like that, uh, particularly, you know, stimming was the biggest thing, um, stimming, and then as that progressed, his screaming or loud sounds he made was a concern. Um, and something that people started to notice. You know, I remember one time that was kind of difficult for me. We were out in New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is a nice little outdoor downtown area. And we were having dinner at a Cuban restaurant called Havana that we really enjoy. We brought Grease and we were sitting outside and he was playing watching some videos and he just started going crazy just stimming with his arms um yeah you know just yelling screaming super excited and i felt really uncomfortable i was really embarrassed by it i mean i'm a person that can be a little shy especially in large group settings a little uncomfortable i do get anxiety in public and have some social awkwardness and stuff like that so I try to fly under the radar a lot so him like screaming like that bringing that attention onto us kind of you know heightened my anxiety anxiety at the time and you know I would say quiet down bud you know he'd whisper quiet down bud and um you know, Alex would keep saying to me, like, it's okay, like, this is normal for kids to, you know, do that in public and stuff like that. But anyway, it turns into a funny story after that. So he kept doing it, and there was a couple at the table next to us that was either on a first date or a fairly, you know, maybe a second date, or they were just, like, a couple that's been together a long time that was kind of, like, I don't know, bored or... Something like that, because they weren't talking hardly at all when they were sitting there. They were kind of just hanging out together, very 
you know, a little connection going on and stuff like that, kind of really almost like stoic looks on their face and things. You know, obviously, I, you know, we didn't know what was going on in their lives, but, you know, after Grayson was, like, screaming and laughing for a couple minutes, they started, like, cracking up, laughing, smiling. It got them to start talking, and, you know, it, it was funny how, like, the situation started as kind of a level of embarrassment on my part, and then it transitioned in to this thing where it had a positive impact on some other people. So I think that was like the first time that I realized that, it, you know, it's something I shouldn't necessarily be worried about. I shouldn't be anxious, ashamed, embarrassed by anything he does. You know, he's not. And, you know, that's a great quality. Since it's something I struggled with for a long time, and still struggle with at times. I really admire the fact that he has no care in the world. He doesn't, you know, give to you know what about what anybody else thinks, how anybody else judges him or looks at him. He could care less. He's going to be himself, and that's all he cares about. You know, it doesn't matter. And that's, you know, an amazing quality. And Alex always says she appreciates that too because, you know, it, the world can be a cruel place. You know, and I get that. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, and you know, like, I could relate to parents that feel uncomfortable about it, too. It's definitely, like, something that you're going to have to, you know, challenge yourself with and manage and work through. You know, I think definitely finding support with other people or parents that have children on the spectrum or within some sort of support or therapy group of whatever kind, and or even individual therapy, what have you, is something that like would really help you like just talk through those feelings and kind of work through it, get yourself to a place where you're more comfortable. Um, I've had my own experiences with therapy and different support group type things and stuff like that, and, and it's had a huge impact on me. Not specifically with this topic, but in general it has. So that's why I know, like, at the time I didn't do stuff like that, and I know it would have an impact on a lot of people to, to do it. Um, you know, kind of looking back now, hindsight's twenty twenty, with what I've learned about it afterwards and the impacts I've had from, you know, therapy and, you know, different groups that I've been able to connect with and talk uh, you know, too, about, you know, certain situations and things like that, support groups, stuff like that, so, um, yeah, so, it's something that, like, is going to be hard for a lot of you, some of you, it won't be, I mean, not everybody goes through that, so, some of you it will be very difficult for, but I implore you just to be patient, open, it's okay to feel that anxiety and discomfort, um, the one thing I want to encourage you not to do is to feel like you have to, like, normalize your child or things or run out of the store because they're doing something. You know, you can't hide what you're dealing with forever. You can't hide your child away forever just because things make you feel uncomfortable. So, um, you know, one thing I've learned from also, like, starting our vlog and stuff and doing a lot of recording in public is 
you know, that could be embarrassing for people too. Um, and one thing I've learned is like, you just have to like do it more and do it regularly to get to a point where you're more comfortable with doing it in public and stuff like that. You know, so like I said, it's not something you, you don't want to change your children. I see a lot of parents out there talking about stimming particularly and that it's embarrassing seeing their kids doing it in public and they want to change it. You know, like we've talked about on stimming episodes, like if you're going to change stimming or eliminate a stim, your child is using it to fulfill some sort of need inside them. So they're going to transfer it to something else. You know, our view is that the only time you should change or augment, you know, stimming is if it's something that's harmful or dangerous to themselves or people around. And that doesn't mean, like, getting rid of stimming altogether. But you find a way to fulfill that need by stimming in a healthier for the child and for the people around them in their environment. So... Yeah, but I, I mean, I think this is an important topic because it's definitely hard, something that's hard and challenging for a lot of people to go through. I hear it all the time. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, and this connects back to the whole denial thing that I spoke about on another episode. You know, it's... it Sometimes it's hard to accept what's going on. Um, so, augmenting it, adjusting it, changing it, feels like the path you have to go down um you know but I I implore all of us to realize that you know we're parents they're our children and no matter how we feel about certain things our role as a parent is to do what's best for our children and I just pray that you guys can do that and have you know a positive impact on your kids lives and Get past these things. Because once you do, you realize how special things are. You know, with your child. Most of these children are super special. And they have all, so much wonderful things to offer the world. You know, Grayson is such a sweet, loving little boy. That he has been a blessing in every way in our lives. And I could not imagine where we'd be without him. Like, And I'm not ashamed of anything. You know, like Alex had a lady at the store ask ask her some questions. You know, like how old's your kid? Because you know, or your child? Because she was getting baby food. You know, Gerber meals and stuff like that. And this is this is a while ago. It's when Grayson was like two and a half or two, something like that. And she said, "Oh, how old's your how old's your toddler?" And Alex is like two and a half. And my lady, like, looks at her all weird. It's like, isn't that, like, a little old to be eating, like, Gerber meals and baby food? And Alex was just, like... She felt it was, like, super friggin' rude of the lady. Which I totally agree. But then she's she's just like, yeah. Um, he has autism. So, this is what he likes to eat. And, you know, he needs to eat. And then she kind of just finished what she was doing and left. Um, you know, in some ways, like, as a protective parent, you want to, like, punch the face and be like, like, who do you think you are? Judging my kid and talking like that. You want to protect the kids, you know what I mean? But 
you know, at the same time, people are ignorant. It's not necessarily always their fault. They haven't been exposed to it, you know. I think the word ignorance has a bad connotation sometimes. It's not like people are purposely being rude. It's that they're, like, just uninformed about a particular topic, and it leads their communication about that topic to come across as disrespectful, rude, judgmental, and things like that. So, you know, we don't care anymore what people say or anything like that. So, um, you know, yeah, like, I was at the playground the other day, and Grayson touched, felt the kid's hair, a uh, little boy's hair, because it was a different texture. And long, long, little boy had longer hair. He wasn't used to that. He touched the hair. You know, and I had said to the father that, that, you know, that he was nonverbal. He was on the spectrum and stuff like that. You know, not, like, to kind of, like, explain, you know, who Grayson was. So, like, we were not embarrassed. But so... So that, like, that person, that kid's father feels comfortable, like, doesn't feel like Grayson's doing something, like, weird or uncomfortable and make them uncomfortable. You know, I want them, the parents, to understand kind of who Grayson is and stuff and why he does those things so that they feel more comfortable. You know, I, I don't want him to be ostracized and stuff like that. And, you know... There are a lot of wonderful parents out there that completely understand and are very supportive of us. So, um, and it actually leads to really good conversations and interactions with people uh, a lot of the time. You know, and the, and the people that are ignorant, we just, whatever, like, I don't have time for them. You know, I'm not going to be rude or, you know, a jerk to them. I'm, I'm going to be polite, but I'm not going to pay much mind to them, put too much attention on them, I'm going to focus on the things that, and the people that, you know, add value, and care, and communicate, and, you know, different things like that, so, yeah, that's kind of my two cents about it, um, you know, we need to be strong out there, parents, I know it's hard sometimes, um, but, you know, do everything you can, find some support, in whatever way you feel comfortable with to help you, you know, just be the best parent you can be. Um, our children deserve it. They need us. We're their best advocates. So, you know, with that being said, if you have any questions, please email us, buildingthepuzzle at yahoo.com. Um, vlog, you know, we've got some really awesome footage recently. We're super excited about it. Um, you know, I think the first couple video releases that are coming out are going to be, I think the content's going to be good. Um, you know, some of the cinematography might not be perfect. You know, obviously we're kind of new at it, so we're, we're just trying to find our way, see what, you know, works best for us. Um, you know, getting some of the really good shots and different things like that, but... Uh, we've learned a lot already just from doing a whole bunch of videoing, recording. Um, and yeah, the best way to learn is just to do it, throw it out there. And after a little bit of time, 
you know, things are going to be awesome. So I think you're going to like some of the episodes that we have coming out over the next couple of weeks. So check those out. Uh, and again, that's Building the Puzzle is the YouTube channel. So check that out. Um, we're super excited about it. So anyway, if you have any questions, like I said, uh, email us. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook. We're all over the place. We've got a whole bunch of new blog posts that have recently come out on buildingthepuzzle.com. So check those out. Uh, and we really love uh, you guys. We love our listeners. We appreciate you so much. And I guess with that, we'll see you next time. For autism, building, building the, the puzzle, puzzle one piece, piece at, at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing, Signing off. off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com could reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at Grayson-Company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys